Oh, so you actually change him. Right. So he goes to the bathroom in his diaper. I do everything for him that a, a father would do for a two-year-old. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. And we just want to give a quick shout out to our patrons who are supporting the show at patreon.com slash OPL show where you get uh, extra bonus episodes and follow-ups with our previous guests. Oh yeah. Today, this is a conversation I've been waiting to have for a very long time. I know it's the same for you, Joe. Yep. Uh, We will be diving into the adult diaper fetish community, uh, I guess you could call it. Uh, We have our guests on the line. Thank you for being on the show today. Um, thanks for having me. Of course. So I want to read a, a piece of your email that you sent us because I think it describes perfectly what we'll be talking about today. Uh, it's kind of poetic in a sense too. Beautifully written, I must say. Uh, and it goes, <laughs> I am a gay diaper loving daddy that has 20 plus years in the diaper community. My boyfriend is an adult baby. So a lot to go over here (laughs) to use that as a starting point can you kind of just explain what those things are i guess the diaper community uh as a whole and what it means to be an adult baby okay um so we we really don't like the term diaper fetish because it's so overtly sexual and it has such a strong sexual connotation what we prefer is abdl which is adult baby diaper lover Adult baby diaper lover. Right. Got it. There is a distinction. Adult babies tend more towards the age play side of things. Um, They like the clothes, the pacifiers, the bibs, the bottles, you know, all that good kind of stuff. And they tend more towards having a, a partner that's a caretaker. Diaper lovers are all about just diapers. They, they, it's usually there's usually a sexual connection more of a sexual connection whereas adult babies may have more of an emotional connection to what's going on interesting so it's is it it's along with wearing diapers there's sort of a regression back to being an infant in a way so it's more than just the diapers it's acting as an infant kind of as a whole Right, and, and, and not necessarily an infant. Like, diaper lovers, I mean, adult babies can, like, identify as anything from, like, one-year-old to, like, 12 or 13. They just want to be that teenager back in diapers, if that makes sense. Uh, when did you realize that you were first, like, into this? Like, as an adult, clearly you don't need to be wearing a diaper. Like, when did you decide, I'm going <laughs> to no. go back? Um, I've actually, that's kind of a really interesting question. And the only answer I can give you, honestly, is I've always known. Like, I've always known. So you've always enjoyed it, like even at 12 years old. Right. Even as when I was a three-year-old, I can remember, you know, seeing the baby aisle, wishing that I was back there, wanting that back. And if you guys get into the reason why I'm an ABDL, I'll explain (laughs) why. Um, Yeah. So I yeah I've always known. Yeah, so I guess why? Because that's uh you know a lot of people don't have memories from those ages, or it's it's interesting to to hear that. I remember back till about two and a half. Wow. Not not you know you know like whole chunks of like memory, but like you know um, 
images, uh, impressions, that kind of thing. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, I feel like, as as adults, you know, a certain interest starts to develop and they start to kind of question it and realize it, whether it's a fetish or whatnot. But for you, it's sort of you just never left the interest of, you know, being an infant or being that age. So, yeah, I guess, like you said, you know, if, if you can explain why. It'll make sense here in a minute. So how, how deep do you guys want me to go? As deep as you want. So deep. So deep. Um, this is going to be pretty deep. <laughs> so um, I I have found it's kind of a a uh, what sort that I want a um, overdone thing in our community that uh, it's the result of trauma. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's you know that for a reason. Most of us have experienced some kind of trauma, and that's what we're reacting to. So my mom is um, the survivor of incest. My grandfather did some things. (laughs) And uh, this is back in the 40s. And basically there came a time when uh, my grandmother shut him down, basically turned him in, uh, divorced him. He went to prison. And she kind of went to my mom and said, uh, that's it. I don't want to hear anything about it. You know, it was the 40s. There was no Oprah. You know, <laughs> you didn't work through these kinds of things. You just left them alone. So my mom's sitting on all these emotions, right? You know. Um, so uh, she builds it up in her mind that um, if she has a little girl, that she'll get back all these things that my grandfather and grandmother, in my opinion, took from her. Um, so she has my older, oldest brother. She has my middle brother. And then she has me. And I'm not the little girl that she wanted. So um, there is a rejection. And uh, also um, kind of a, a desire to make me her little girl. So there's basically just an abusive relationship between me and her. And I think my wanting to be a baby is a result of that. Because as I started to grow up and become potty trained and, you know, all these little milestones that you normally go through, um, she rejected me more and more, wanted less and less to do with me. And also at this point in time, my dad decides that he's going to have an affair. (laughs) So they went through some like serious, serious marriage problems. And I think like at this point, I'm just like picking up on all this because I mean, you know, of course a two year old can't, you know, um, relay what's going on. You know, all he does, all he can do is react off what every, everybody else is doing basically in his life. So I think at this point, I'm just like, you know, kind of remembering an earlier time when she wanted to have something to do with me and I wanted back to that. And over the years that just grew. So you just, you think that your interest in diapers stems from that sort of trauma that you went through. Right. And, but you, this is just something that you actually really enjoy now as an adult, right? Right. So what, what is it really like, what is it about the diapers that you do enjoy? Is it like a comfort thing? Do you actually use the diapers? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. 
Well, I mean, we can get into how you're, you, so you do, you use the diapers. Like you wear right. a diaper, do you wear the diaper all the time? Do you have to go to work with the diaper or, or do you only wear it at home? Um, I'm actually um, on disability right now. So I'm not working, but um, I don't I don't wear all the time. I don't wear as much as I used to because there was a transition a couple of years back when I went from like ABDL myself to becoming more of a daddy. But I do still wear, you know, on occasion. So at what age did it start? Because, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense what you mentioned, I guess, kind of looking in retrospect of the relationship with your mother. Did I start actually going after diapers? Well, yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying about, um, you know, the, the reason. I didn't have, like, like uh, we were a Christian family. Obviously, I, I've already shared that I went through gay conversion. So, um uh, what it started out as, and I was a big kid, so you know, little kids' diapers were not going to do it for me. They were not going to fit me, but that's all I had access to. So what I started doing is I started like stealing diapers from the church nursery, and like I would, you know, diaper my stuffed animals. I guess that was kind of like the little beginning of my daddy thing. I guess um, up until like the time when I was around sixteen, and that's when I actually started buying diapers for myself. When you when you say daddy thing, what do you mean by that? Um, wanting to nurture, wanting to like more take care of and fill the needs of another little rather than, you know, be a baby myself. Oh, so there's there's essentially two parts to it then, where you can fill both of those roles. We go in, in the community. We, we're called switches, which means we can do either. Uh, okay. So, right. So, and, and in your email, you said that your boyfriend is an adult baby. So in certain instances, you yourself will act as the adult baby, but then say in this relationship, you're acting as the daddy to your boyfriend who is an adult baby. Or I, you know, like I might, you know, he might have to work one night or something and I'll have like a little night for myself, you know, I'll diaper up and, you know, drink a bottle and, and watch a Disney movie or something. And that'll be my little time. But for the majority of the time, if we were together, it would be me babying him. So you guys wouldn't like double dipe where like you're both wearing yes. diapers. Yeah. You, you wouldn't do that or you would. We would. Oh, you do. Okay. So we you can do, you could be the but daddy. He does not change me. Gotcha. Oh, so you actually change him. Right. So he goes to the bathroom in his diaper. I do everything for him that a, a father would do for a two-year-old. So what's that like, just like cleaning an, a, a grown man's diaper? <laughs> um, it's just very nourishing. It's just, I'll stay as, as you know, as far as like you know, me going through this trauma, uh, and for me, it's just amazing that I can take him down to that level and give him back all these things that were taken from him. There's, there's no feeling on this earth than knowing that I can give him back what was taken. So it really is kind of a, an escape in that sense back to, I guess, a period of your, of your lives where you feel like maybe you missed out or um, lost something in being an infant or, or a toddler because of, you know, the family relationships and the, the trauma that you went through. Right. Wow. So you're, you're giving that back to each other basically. Right. 
how for so, me i think it's more of like a, a a vicarious type thing like i don't I, I don't it's hard to explain like i get by giving kind of thing mm. if that makes sense it, that makes a lot of sense so i'm curious like you you mentioned literally changing your boyfriend's diaper can you kind of walk us through i don't, I don't want to call it i don't want to, not the changing but or if you the changing if you want but I, I don't know if i should call it a date night but you know if you're if you're home and and you're the daddy in this sense and and he's being the baby okay we're having a date night okay what are some of the things like in in a three hour span what how are you taking care of him what's the interaction like what's what's that night consist of typically i can't drive because of my disability so typically he would pick me up we'd you know probably find a hotel somewhere because like i have to go down there to him because he's taking care of elderly parents so more than likely we're going to a hotel because he can't come up here to me. Um, he would probably be wearing big boy clothes. So I would, you know, take him over to the bed, you know, pull his pants down, diaper him. Um, so he would be probably hanging out in a diaper and a t-shirt. Um, I'd probably put some kind of Disney movie on. Uh, then maybe fix him a snack, which would probably be something like chicken nuggets or, you know, something you would typically feed a two or three year old toddler. And, uh, I might feed him, you know, I might let him feed himself just depending. Um, he's, he's pretty babyish, so <laughs> I'd probably be feeding him. Does he talk like a baby? Um, he does. Does he crawl around? Like, does he fully act like a baby? Yes. Yes, he does. Does he cry? We've actually, um, not yet. We've actually only been together one time, so. Oh. Yeah, so we're still, we've been talking for a year. So we've actually, because of the whole corona thing. Yeah. You know, and that type of thing. Uh, we've only been able to get together one oh, time. Oh, so you're describing the, the night that you had. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's even more important than if it's just the one time and and do, like you're just able to get into i'm not going to say get into character obviously but um you know f to fit those roles kind of right away yeah for the most part yeah wow okay yeah no because i was gonna say it probably takes a decent amount of time to kind of figure out you know right who's who in the right. dynamic that you guys have well no we knew right away where'd you guys meet uh, it's a site called Diver Boys. Nice. Okay. It's so pretty it's like much like Facebook for our community, although it is a gay site, so it's only boys. So it's a no boys. No allowed, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are sites for girls, obviously. Right. Um, all right, so, you know, you guys meet up. So you're, you were wearing a diaper, I'm assuming, this night? Um, I was, Yeah. So usually, like, on a day-to-day, -day, you know, all right, so we got that night out of the way. But I was just saying, like, in general, like, the, you know, you, you wear a diaper, like, around the house, like, and right. when you go to the bathroom in this diaper, you immediately just change it, throw another one on, kind of like, does that ever, I don't know, because I feel like. No. That can't be. <laughs> so wait, hold, all right, so what do you mean by no? Um, I don't change right away. First of all, that would be a waste because you're not going to like these days diapers are like ultra, ultra absorbent. So like if I just, you know, 
as soon as I went, I changed. Like that would be a huge waste of a diaper. And guys, we were talking about a hundred dollars a case. They're wow. not cheap. How many are in a case? <laughs> um, it depends what you're doing. Um, there, there's like medical diapers that are for like the medical medical community. Those are usually the ones I tend to go for because I'm a daddy. Then you have ABDL diapers that are actually printed that you know different ABDL companies have like put out. Like little like dinosaurs or like exactly exactly, um, and those tend to be um, you usually get like forty for a hundred bucks. Uh, my medical ones are about sixty for a hundred bucks. Diapers are expensive. Oh, they're. I mean, can you imagine like you know actually needing them and yeah, like yeah. I'm sure insurance. You know. Also, I I have to ask. I got to ask for the people before we move on from this are we talking are we talking number one and number two <laughs> how did i know yeah yes not okay. not all, again not always but and then and again you have babies that want to be 24 7 of course wait um, and they do want to you know like wear all the time I don't think I'll be able to do that because um, he's got land and we want to like build a farm on his land and like working out in the sun and wearing diapers doesn't mix. <laughs> so we'll diaper rash. Never sure. be able to do that for him. But so you'll he would love that. You'll go number two in your diaper. Yes. And it does that is that also something where you're like, I'm not going to change this immediately. Um, sometimes, yeah. It just depends how wet my diaper is or how wet his diaper is. So you'll, so sometimes, you know, you'll just go in the bathroom, number one, number two, it doesn't matter. And you'll just kind of hang out in that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of related to kind of like a poop fetish. Kind of. But however, like the first like when I'm talking to babies and a, and a baby like wanted to be me to be his daddy, the first thing that he's going to ask is, "Can I put my diapers?" The first thing I'm going to say, as long as what's what happens in your diaper stays in your diaper. In other words, we're not doing any smearing or you know nothing like that. Gotcha. That's is that- just disgusting to me. I mean, to each their own, but that's just not my thing. Is that common in the community where babies are um, into- I, No, no. I would say probably more scarce than none. Gotcha. Not, not very many people are like into like full on, you know. And I think so- I think quite a few people probably mess their diapers, but it's just a diaper thing, not you know it, it you have to understand and it just makes perfect sense. What is the most babyish thing that you can do? Shit your pants, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, throw your food around, like, like is there is there actions like that as well, like refusing to eat or throwing food around or getting? We messy? haven't been able to get into the food thing real quick, but he's talked about it. <laughs> you know, and the whole you know birthday cake, you know. <laughs> yeah, smashing your hands in <laughs> yeah you know wanting to smush his face in it and you know like a, a typical one-year-old would do with their first birthday cake so 
Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. Like, I. I think we're we're kind of getting an understanding of the full picture here in terms of you're putting the diaper on, you're changing the diaper when they go to the bathroom, you're feeding them, you're giving them a bottle. Now, is that does the interest lie in those actions, or is there something sexual that goes along with it too? Like, is there does sex happen that night, or is that just a completely separate thing, a separate mindset from when you're taking care of him being a baby? I think for me, um, in particular, I, I really can't talk for other people, but for me, it's so intimate. And for me, intimacy is sexy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, yes. Because and it's a vulnerable moment. That it's the turn on for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I necessarily like get turned on. It, it's the intimacy. It, it's, it's being able to, touch parts of his his heart that i couldn't touch any other way right and especially in this case where you know you're with someone who is you know being their honest selves in that moment but that's not the person that they can be outside of that room that's not the person they can be every day and and it's a secret i'm sure to a lot of people so from yeah an intimacy standpoint more so for him than for me i'm a little more out there but yeah, it it, it 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 does make sense, though. Now, would you guys in your yeah, relation... I, go ahead. Yeah, I cannot stress enough that outside of this, we're normal guys, you know? I, you know, I, I read the same books everybody else does. I watch the same movies. You know, it's not all about Disney. And, you know, I I loved Game of Thrones, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, just, we're just normal, everyday people. Right. Yeah, and that Drop that's an music, you know. Yeah. It's it's an important point and and that's a question I have too is when you are together is it always that dynamic or is that just No, not So at you're all. still having a quote unquote what some people would say is a normal relationship. Uh, right, like an adult relationship, you know. Mm. We joke as adults. Um like I said we're both um like kind of into the homesteading farm thing, you know, the blacks of the land type thing. We talk a lot about that. Um, yeah. So what percent of your relationship would you say uh, is this daddy diaper sort of thing? Since it's mostly on the phone right now, that's a hard question to answer. Probably maybe 40%. Okay. It's a good chunk on the phone. Because it's always there. There's always that, that nourishing, you know, nurturing thing that, you know, I want to make sure that his needs are met. But yet, we're not necessarily talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also needs to. Uh, he needs to wear at night. So um, he needs to what? Wear at night. So there's a lot of me making sure that he's done that. That he's oh. diapered up for the night. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh, so even on his own. And I guess, like you said, even on your own, when you're not together, you're still, or like in his case, he's, he wears a diaper to bed every night. Right, he has to. As a result of some PTSD, he he's a bedwetter. So yeah, he has to. Ah, okay, okay. At least that's what his psychiatrist has said, that it's probably the result of PTSD. Mm-hmm. Is this something that all of your friends and family know about or is it something you've kept secret 
Um, my family did know. Um, I'm kind of out of touch with my family, so yeah, they they do know. Um, dad didn't care. Um, my mom thought I was the biggest pervert. <laughs> my mom was the more religious of anybody else in the family, so um, uh, my middle brother doesn't really care. My older brother doesn't really want to hear about it. <laughs> Do people just assume there's like a pedophilia aspect to it? Is that where the time right. we get so tired of that? Like I get turned on by taking a an adult male <laughs> and treating him like a child. There's nothing to do with like little kids about mm-hmm. it at all. And it gets kind of sad because you know, of course, you've got teenagers that are starting to get into this and they're starting to question it. And it would be great if we could, like, hold their hand through it. But we can't because, you know, they're underage. And so, yeah, I mean, That's like you go on Tumblr and you look up like people's diaper tumblers and it's like, minors, get the fuck out. You know? <laughs> and it's like, I think that's kind of sad, but it's unfortunately it's necessary. Yeah, I guess you have to take those precautions, right? Right, right. So very, very seldom are you going to find any kind of ABDL forum or anything that doesn't say minors aren't allowed. <laughs> so how does this, um, you know, through throughout the rest of your life, you think this is something that, you know, you'll practice and this is something that's necessary for whatever partner, you know, you may end up with long term? Yeah, right. most definitely. Well, it it's cool that you could that that you found this person you know and it's it's cool that you were able to experience this together once and um obviously i I assume you plan on meeting up with them again as well oh yeah Uh, we're planning a future for the most part do you have a plan to like set a room aside where you'd make it like a playroom (laughs) you guys are so awesome (laughs) um I, i just i love like how you guys know like what to ask and stuff. Um, <laughs> is that yes. true? Uh, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, like there's a crib Although in the Although we are arguing about theme at this point. <laughs> I, he wants Winnie the Pooh and I want Noah's art. So we'll, we'll see who wins. <laughs> Do you ever age in, in this role? Like will in your relationship, will since you're kind of the, the daddy in this case, will he age over time or just consistently stay where he's at? No, he'll probably stay where he's at. Gotcha. He, he is one of the most regressed people I've ever met. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, very, like, as infant as can be. Um, not, I would say a year. Okay. Like 12 months. 12 months to 18 months, basically. So, I... And he's, like, he's, like, so, like, he wants to be dead on with the, with the, you know, he doesn't want toys that are out of his age bracket, you know, you don't have to be so exact with it. I mean, it's not like you're going to give up video games or, you know, because an 18 month old wouldn't, you know, so why do you feel like you can't play with toys that are, you know, is, is it hard sometimes like having a baby must be hard. So in this case, like, is it, does he intentionally challenge you in the way a one year old would? Um, we haven't gotten that far yet. Right, right. Well, you only met the one time, but yeah, that's got to be interesting. Me about it, you know, like <laughs> maybe like 
I don't know, taking a roll of toilet paper and like throwing it around the house or, you know, taking all the pots out of the kitchen cabinet and straight right, right. the kitchen floor. Writing you know? on the walls which, with which crayons. I would have no problem with stuff like that. That's, you know, that's not that big of a deal. If he takes flour and like, you know, sprays it everywhere, I'll kill him. <laughs> is there, is there a, like, are you, do you punish him if he acts out or will you in the um, future? That is supposed to be part of the dynamic we haven't really been able to work on that yet but yes um i actually have a list of rules um i'm sure you guys are familiar are familiar with fat life which life site <laughs> yeah fatlife.com oh no i don't oh, uh, you guys don't know about fat life no i'm shy i'm surprised uh, we're slacking <laughs> anyway it's it's another site it's actually more um bondage domination oriented like more like wide range bondage bondage domination i mean there are a lot of diaper people on there but but i have rules posted on there so yeah Mm. have you done this with other partners or is this your first um online mostly um i actually moved to my current city to be with a boy and we're still friends um uh yeah well, that just goes to show how, how important this is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't want to get, like, hung up on pooping in diapers, but I just... <laughs> Ask whatever you want. I, I, you know, <laughs> it's no big deal. I'm just assuming... I'm, try, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes here. And if you've never dealt with someone else's poop before how does that go down the first time? Like, does he tell you he pooped his diaper? Do you just start to smell it? And is it like a baby where you're like, oh, did someone poop their diaper? And do you have to check for it? And then how how did you bring yourself to clean it up the first time? Any of the above could, could happen. Any of those scenarios. D- don't lie. Were you nervous the first time it happened and you had to clean them up? Or were you so excited that you had the opportunity? It, it it's hard. The cleanup is hard. I'm not gonna lie because it's more of the idea of him doing it that's appealing to me. The actual reality is kind of a little hard to take sometimes. And, and I'm not gonna lie. I've backed down a couple of times and said, you know, can you just go take a shower? Yeah. <laughs> or I'll you know give him a shower or whatever. No, I can imagine. I mean, that's. <laughs> it is more the thought of him doing that because it's such a little act. I mean, right. there is no more, you, there's no bigger act of, of regression than, you know, not that I can say, maybe being bottle fed. Yeah. Well, I guess like any baby, right? You get so excited, like they poop, they poop, but then it's like, shit, I have to, I have to clean it up now. There's no one else who's going to do this. It's like Bill Cosby said, um, then they get older and the poo poo starts to stink. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you guys may be too young to remember that, but back in the 80s, he had a comedy <laughs> skit. That, yeah. <laughs> um, when you guys do bottle feeding, what's in the bottle? Uh, anything. So it's it's more of just like a beverage. It's not like, uh, you know, I don't know. If he wanted alcohol, I'd serve him alcohol in a bottle. Wow, oh. that's interesting. His sense of realism is so great that he doesn't want that, which I roll my eyes at, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like to me enjoying being an adult and a baby at the same time doesn't take away from either experience, but for him it does. Yeah. Is there like, you know, I just imagine there's such a 
a high in a sense that you get from this. Um, is there sort of like a low, like do you almost come down from this or is is adult life just less interesting or have you just been able to find kind of a balance and enjoyment in both? Um, both. I find an enjoyment in both. There is something called sub drop or dom drop. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but that's just like in the whole bondage, you know, BDSM power exchange community where, you know, after a, a, what they call a scene, you know, you could have an emotional drop or a depression. Right. Yeah. Basically what I'm asking. Yeah. You know, either partner has to be aware of that, you know, be prepared to help, you know, the other partner through that. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just such a, a drastic transition back to you know uh, reality in a sense I, I i just i mean i'm still i'm the kind of person like even though i i've like rejected a lot of my religious beliefs from you know yesteryear i still have a very strong faith and, mm. and that, like, has a really strong influence on my outlook. Like, I still just embrace life. You know what I mean? Totally. That's super important. And it, it shows. We, we can tell. It doesn't all have to, I know I'm going to get that ABDL, you know, feeling another time. So mm. it's not like, you know, it's never going to happen again or, you know, so it, nah, it doesn't really affect me that way. But because wow. you know that it'll always be a part of your life for as long as you live. Right. And, and, you know, just like, just like, you know, people say there is a lot of fish in the sea, you know, there's a lot of babies in the cribs. <laughs> um, it, it's a lot bigger than people think. We had a site back in the early 2000s called ab.com, like baby without the B. And mm-hmm. I want to say just guys, because it was also a gay site, just guys, it had 30,000 subscribers on it. Wow. It's yeah. not bad. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot b- bigger than people think. I, I just think there's so much crossover between, you know, like a water sports fetish or a poop fetish or, you know, a BDSM fetish or, you know, daddy little girl or daddy little boy or mommy, you know, whatever. There's There's a huge crossover and transference so yeah and that's always fascinating to hear you know that's not a small number and that's just one website out of so many and that's also just people who are online talking about it so it's one of those things that you know the average person might want to say eh that's so fringe or not a lot of people you know participate in that but clearly you know that's that's a pretty robust community of adult babies Oh yeah. And I, I, me, myself and I, I've talked to hundreds. So yeah. Wow. Well, this was uh very insightful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah. for answering all our poop questions too. <laughs> well, I mean, I knew cause I mean, e- even in the, the uh, daddy's little girl thing that you guys did, you talked about, you know, mm. wanting to interview a diaper fetishist. And you talked about, we're going to be so focused on the diaper and what they do. And <laughs> so, I mean, I knew. So, yeah, no, it's, we've, like I said, we've been wanting to have this conversation for a while. And yeah, that's just the main interest is like, okay, you know, there's people who are into diapers, wearing diapers. And the curiosity is like, are they using diapers the way that a baby would use a diaper? And, the answer is yes. <laughs> I do sometimes wish I could 
just sleep in a diaper and pee because I get up like four times a night <laughs> to pee. But... Um, either one of you guys would make adorable babies. So... <laughs> Appreciate I... it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh. Uh, well, yeah, thank you, you know, so much. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, we usually finish episodes like this, especially when they're around, you know, fetishes or communities like this. If there is anyone listening that has an interest in this, uh, wants to maybe start exploring it, any advice to them? Um, uh, I would say just like go on Google, uh, do a search for like ABDL links and that'll, that'll take you where you need to go the mm-hmm. internet baby it's all you need <laughs> um it's gonna be a little harder if you're a minor like i said you know sorry guys but <laughs> it just is what it is um yeah all right well awesome. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today not at all thanks for having me yeah and of best of luck in your relationship too and uh maybe we'll do a follow-up one day after you uh hang out with him i'll be here time. i'll be here <laughs> All right, you have a good one. You too. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya. We also want to give a quick shout out to Honey, our sponsor. Uh, If you don't know what Honey is, it is a free online browser extension where it can save you money. It like goes through the entire internet and finds coupons for things that you're buying in your cart. So you could be on Amazon and it'll automatically find savings for you and apply them and you're just saving money. And you could be joining the millions of people that are using Honey uh, for free, mind you, and uh, just be saving money without even knowing. It makes no sense why you wouldn't have it, honestly. It takes two seconds of your time. Uh, you just go to joinhoney.com OPL um, and then download the uh, browser extension. And then as you're shopping on these sites, Best Buy, Sephora, Amazon, these things like that, uh, you just save money. It just applies coupons to your cart and you're saving money. Uh, they've saved people billions of dollars since they've been in business. They have tons of five-star reviews. Uh, it makes no sense not to have Honey. So if you're going to be shopping and the holiday season is kind of coming up soon, you're going to want to get Honey, all right? So again, go to joinhoney.com OPL. One more time, that is joinhoney.com OPL. If you're like me, you care a lot about what you put in and on your body. That's why I'm always looking for clean options of things, and it's the reason that I only use native deodorant. Native deodorant doesn't just block odor. It's made with better, cleaner ingredients. It's vegan, aluminum-free, never tested on animals, and the best part is it really works. So right now I'm using their cucumber and mint scents, and honestly, Native works better than all the other deodorants that I've tried uh, over the years. It's also risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping and free 30-day returns and exchanges. There's a reason Native has over 14,000 five-star reviews. So treat your body right and switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash OPL and use the promo code OPL at checkout for 25% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash OPL. Use promo code OPL at checkout for 25% off your first order. Oh, baby. So we would make cute babies. I mean, that's, that's nice to know. That's nice that's to know. Um, interesting uh, topic. Um, I honestly will say that I expected a little, like kind of most of it, but didn't expect 
um, you know, just to kind of go to the bathroom in your diaper and just kind of let it chill. Yeah, that one, that really stayed with me throughout yeah. because that that shows that you're fully committed. There's no bigger commitment than that because then that's what babies do, right? your diaper, yeah. Babies don't get their diaper changed right away. There's no alert, you know. Sometimes they're sitting there chilling for like hours. Who knows? I don't know if that's bad parenting, but. That is bad parenting. Well, maybe not hours, but, you know, it's. Yeah. Sometimes you're sitting in that thing. Yeah, sometimes you're sitting in poop. That's yeah. just the reality of it, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's just like anything else on this show. Like, you know, you're into it. You indulge in it. I mean, this is the, to the point where this guy's like, there's no way that I could, like, have a partner that isn't into this thing. Like, I need to have that. So yeah. that just goes to show, like, this is, like, a very strong you know, fetish that this, this man has. Yeah. And for me, I think what stood out was, you know, this isn't a sexual desire. I think a lot Not of people, always. a lot of people would think, okay, there's, you know, there, there, this is just leading to sex in some way, which, you know, makes it, I guess, a little more complicated when one person's acting as a baby, but it's not that it's just that true regression and that escapism. And like he said, kind of tying it to his trauma and his partner, you know, having trauma, it's childhood trauma. It's feeling like you missed out on something growing up in your childhood during that period of your life. And it's just this desire to regress back to that time and just kind of relive it out in a happy, comfortable way with either taking care of someone, maybe the way your parent didn't take care of you or having someone to take care of you the way a parent didn't take care of you. Obviously that's his experience. I'm sure not for everyone in the community, but um, you know, to, to really be able to tie it back to their own childhood that way was, you know, really interesting and powerful in, in a weird way. I guess like, you know, people love nostalgia and they love like, you know, you look back on old pictures of you in like middle school and you're like, Oh, those were the days or whatever. So I guess some people, I, I get, is there an, do you think there's an aspect of that? I should have asked that, but I, yeah, I just came to me no, now. I'm, I'm sure. trying really hard to understand, like I always do this and maybe I shouldn't, but I try to always put myself in someone's shoes and be like, okay, what would make me attracted to this? And I guess nostalgia is just one of those things that's like, oh, I wish I could relieve the good old days. And like, we all have some sort of degree of that. And this just seems like a very, you know. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't we all do that? in a sense when we kind of uh you know like escape our own responsibilities or push it to the side or just have those days where okay we're not regressing in age but maybe you're watching netflix all day maybe you're saying i'm going to eat whatever i want like i'm just not going to focus on work today like i think we do all desire that because you know life gets harder as you get older like yeah. adult responsibilities that's just a fact so any chance i think we get to you know whether it's a vacation whether we just want to not participate in those everyday responsibilities is that not what childhood is like i'm gonna have someone here taking care of me and i can literally do whatever i want and i'm gonna eat and i'm gonna shit my pants and i'm gonna play <laughs> and that's that so i can see that appeal obviously you know, I don't have a desire myself to regress in age and take it to that level, but I'm sure for a lot of people in that community, that's got to be an appeal of it. It's just pure escapism. I, I, I guess it's kind of cool too to just be like, you know, you got one live, fuck it. I'm just like, people grow up, not me. Yeah, right. <laughs> not growing up past 18 months. Like, I'm, I'm going to stay shitting and I'm going to yeah. stay wearing diapers. Obviously, and that's I'll, it. 
yeah, I'll be a functioning adult, but in my off time when I don't have to be. But 40% of the time. Live it up. Because what's up. more fun than childhood, right? But also, but also he's doing fatherhood. Well. Which is the antithesis. Right. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like that's the, so it's, that's an interesting dynamic there too. Cause you want to have be like have this uh, escape and just be a child and, you know, act like a child, but you also want to take care of a child. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting best of, best of both worlds. So it's the spectrums, you know, he's covering all bases there. For sure. But yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's a big appeal to nurturing and, and taking care of someone too. So it's, hey, uh, I'm just glad you Turn know, we up. got the in, inside info on this uh, yeah, diaper fetish, a, adult adult baby lifestyle. So, dude, shout out to all the adult babies out there. Yeah, shout out to them. I mean, you know, it's always like I said, always cool when there's something that is very strange to hear about, but there is something cool about people just being like, dude, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to mm-hmm. shit in this thing. And I will add... I want to s- piss in a diaper. I want to go on record. That, I would love to piss in a diaper. Piss in a diaper. I would piss in a diaper in a heartbeat. If I could... 100%. If it didn't bother me, I'm not even kidding, I would... Why don't we all just sleep in diapers so that we don't have to get up and pee? It's dark. I don't dark. really get up and pee that much, honestly. Oh, I, do, I do all the time. That's the thing. Stop slamming very water like that. Yeah. Yeah, very hydrated. But, oh, dude, that would be amazing. Just, just peeing piss. in a diaper. I'd be worried but, about pissing the bed, though. It's in a diaper. I know. I mean, it better be a yeah. good one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're expensive. <laughs> but I'm saying. No, but to, I was going to say to these people, too, who they they get so into this role that they desire so much, that, uh, like, that's a skill, dude. Like, to Kinda. not break that character or, you know, to just be so in the present and, and to just take on that role and act as a baby and not, you know, break that is amazing. Yeah. I that, mean, that's how into it you are. It's an interesting thing for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did it. Oh, <laughs> slammed his drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So for anyone out there, uh, if you have something that you think fits for the show or would be interesting to hear, uh, we definitely want you to share. Don't hesitate to reach out to us at OPLshow.com. Fill out the form, send us an email, and uh, if it works, we'll schedule something with you. Yes, follow us on Instagram at OPL Podcast. Uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash OPL Show. You get a ton of bonus episodes, and you get to support the show. Uh, we do a bunch of follow-ups with guests. We have a Discord chat uh, where we all chat with you the listeners the patrons uh and that is that's it so shout out to all the the babies and the daddies and the the baby daddies and the moms and just everyone shout out to everybody everyone <laughs> we'll see you guys next time <laughs>